Hello, hello! Welcome to the Lost Archives for episode eleven. Ooh, My name is Owen. Wow! <laughs> Ooh, we got we got like a slow burn on that one. Uh, yeah, My name's Owen. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm the dungeon master for our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. However, this campaign is all about the players who will introduce themselves and their characters right now. Hey guys, it's Simon here. I'm playing the character of Wiltix, the lovely gnome fellow. Um, yeah, nice, hairy, a uh, little bit violent at times, you know, just depends on the mood and what strikes him at the time. Um, yeah, learning some new things about him, getting around, and uh, yeah, lots of fun, lots of adventures. I'm Claire. I am playing Mira, the dragonborn sorcerer. She's a half red dragon, half silver dragon. And she is... Um, yeah, she also loves a little bit of, of, of fighting, but she's also a lover, but also a fighter, but also doesn't really un- doesn't hasn't made up her mind yet. She's in two minds, if you will, about that. Mm. Very nice. Hi guys, uh, I'm Andrew. I'm playing as your lightheart, our uh, our angelic monk. He may be good on the outside, but definitely a bit of light and dark on the inside. Loves a bit of ass kicking every now and then. Uh, may not cross the line, but who knows. A little bit of pushing and maybe like Emmerich and start doing some needless killing. Oh my god. We shall see. <laughs> well, uh, look, who knows? <laughs> I'll say Emmerich doesn't think it's needless killing because that's just who he is. He has his own little morals. But yes, I am Jared. I play Emmerich, um, the uh, lovable, roguish, beautiful, handsome man that is a paladin. And yes, he's uh, been butting heads with a few people in the group. And some lines were drawn. Back to you, Owen. Yeah, so I'd like to thank everyone who uh, has been listening to us online, listening to us on the Twitch uh, replays, and listening to us on YouTube and the podcast. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, The US has just taken over Australia for the most listens. Uh, So congrats to you, US. Well done. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, Germany, you've got a bit of a way to go. You've only had one listener so far. Come on, Germany. Pick up the game. (laughs) It's the Olympics of D&D, alright? (laughs) Sure, yeah, it's the Olympics of D&D, yeah, that's right. Um, Not to get hyperbolic, but, you know. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, yeah, thank you so much, everyone, who's been listening and and joining in. We we really appreciate everything that you've done for for listening to us and and joining in. We we love you guys so much. Um, We're going to jump straight back into the adventure. Now, our journey has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild, uh, a group from the League of Adventurers based in the merchant city of Oxenfurt. Mira, Azua, Emric, and Wiltix were dispatched to the town of Greennest to investigate suspicious sightings of masked humanoids, working with kobolds who were seemingly scouting out the town. What seemed like a simple mission has quickly developed into quite a serious situation with potentially apocalyptic consequences. These masked figures turned out to be members of an ancient cult known as the Order of the Dragon. A cult focused on the return of Tiamat, an evil betrayer god sealed away long ago. The party soon learned that the power of the cult, many hundreds of members, large groups of paid mercenaries, and a seemingly endless supply of kobolds, uh, was a force to be reckoned with. But most worryingly of all, a number of dragons and half-dragons are all working towards one goal. The party rescued Leosin, the brother of Azua, who had been captured and taken to a secret campsite hidden within the mountains to the east of Greennest. After the main host of cultists and dragons left the camp to take a vast collection of treasure known as the Horde to an undisclosed location, 
the party infiltrated a cave system called the Hatchery. Having now cleared the cave of any remaining cult forces, the party now find themselves in possession of three dragon eggs. We rejoin our heroes as they begin the journey back to Green Nest. Azua holding the reins in the driver's seat of the cart, gently guiding the horse through the rough track back through the forest. Wiltix lying on his back on top of the cart as the dappled sun shines through the canopy above. And finally, Emric, Mira, and Leosin sitting inside the cart, quietly reading or contemplating the information they've just learned after a very interesting discussion between Leosin and Emric occurred. And that is where we left off <coughs> last time. So you guys are currently still riding along in the cart. Um, Wiltix, yeah, you're on top, enjoying the nice sunshine as it brushes across your skin. And we're going to jump to the inside of the cart first, where Leosin, Mira, and Emric are sitting quietly. Now, Mira, you had just been up the front of the cart, speaking with um, speaking with Azua uh, in regards to various aspects of his past and they also had a very there was two very impactful and interesting conversations in that they towards the end of the session that was really cool definitely were um so you are now currently um sitting inside the cart was there anything you wanted to do in particular so just to give you context there is a bit of a I would almost say like heaviness at the moment in the cart. Everyone's sort of in deep contemplation at the moment. That uh, me and Leosin. So that's what you've just entered. She that's exactly right. Wouldn't, I don't know. Would she notice? Do you want to make she me inside check? Yes. Okay. I'd say you notice. Yeah. Okay. Um. She'd, I don't think she'd do anything there, actually. I think she just, as I said, she sit in the middle in between the two boys and just sit there and start um, making lists because that's what she likes. And that's what she loves. So, um, anything as you, else to do. And as she's you, making lists of everything that we did and all the people that we killed and all the things that we found and what we need to do next. And she gets to the point where she's like, three dragon eggs and then she doesn't know what to do with the that <laughs> she's just so as you're doing so... that making your lists emric rouses a little bit and he's looking at the list me <clears throat> ah, <mean. laughs> i'm joking oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh. it is a great accent what are you uh what are you getting up to there i am stuck Emmerich, I am. Um, what are we gonna do with these dragon eggs? They are, they are, they are standing oh, out on my list. I've got a great idea. You might yes. like it. We yes. can raise them all and all have. Yeah. What Let was that? Soak. Sorry, Emmerich. We missed like, you at the end a little bit. Did I Just cut a out bit. a little bit? Just a teensy bit. Ah. Damn it. It must have been that uh, mushroom stew I had before. Got a little bit in me, me uh, tickling in me, uh, in me, in me uh, throat. No, uh, we could raise them all as uh, as mounts. Uh, Emmerich, have you ever raised a dragon? Actually, have you raised anything before? You know, like a pet or or a plant, even. Don't really have that time on the road. Yeah. Yes. 
never really done it before, but you know what? I'm pretty uh, stoked to try that with the dragon. Yeah, it's the first time for everything. <laughs> Wouldn't that be bloody awesome? Up on the dragon, looking down at me, uh, at all my enemies and smiting everything that I touch in combat with my dragon. I think that'd be bloody Good awesome. in theory, yes. Yes, but Emmerich, there's so much we have to organise. I mean, do you know how much dragons eat? You know, we have to buy bedding. <laughs> You know, we have to get nah, their nah, shots. Nah, it's all right. It's all good. You, you just focus on that. I'll just focus on that race here. Then I start how you looking, have to raise something. Then I start looking at the list like, oh, what's this one here? And I'm pointing at it. What's, oh, what's, that's, what's, what's that there? And I point at a different sheet. That's, that's how many people you killed. And well, what's, about, what's this over there? What? Now what? I'm just being annoying because I'm trying to get my spirits up. <laughs> <laughs> Mira's anxiety is just creeping, creeping up. She's just like, oh, I have so much to do. I have so much to organize. I get ah! a pen. I get a pen, and I just do a little scribble on a page. Ah, oh, okay. Um, Mira. Oh cast. boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'll leave you alone. All right. Oh, she You're she right. Acci- she accidentally casts uh, prestidigitation. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and. A shower of sparks just kind of <laughs> out of her ears. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> You've raised me spirits a little bit. Thanks for that, Mira. You're and always good fun. Her steam comes out of her ears. <laughs> That's what you see. Fantastic. <laughs> that would look pretty um, cool. That would look pretty cool. Leosin, as this is sort of happening, sort of looks up and, and sees this and sort of moves away a little bit because you were sitting right between the middle of them, uh, Mira, right in the, in the middle of the It could the, potentially Leosin, be so. a little bit uh, Yeah, he sort of moves back away from the steam. Goes, ah, oh, um, uh, yes. Uh, Emric, probably probably best not to uh, not to antagonize uh, Mira right now. <laughs> no, it's just a bit of fun. Okay, listen, this is almost normal and she'll look between the two of them just one, <laughs> one, one color flashes to the other color and back and forth hmm. always yes. good fun having a poke <laughs> no uh, Emmerich, cool. no <laughs> I stand up and I walk and I come around <laughs> I the side I, 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 I walk holding the side so I don't topple over and then I pop in and I jump in um, next to um, Azua. Oh, that happens. Ah, how's the uh, how's the road looking? Uh, you know, Mira's being a bit of a handful back there, so I'm just leaving her alone with her list. Oh, sorry, oh, Mira was being a handful. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he said. <laughs> I give you a wink, and I'm like, ah, oh, believe that. <laughs> I just sort of lounge myself next to you now, and I start I keep sharpening my helmet, and like the butt is almost like poking you in the face. Um, <laughs> um, we both we have both horses, don't we? Just one. You have a horse. <clears throat> yeah. Ah, um, oh, no, the roads look uh, quite clear. Uh, what's the temperature like? Is it sunny? Is it like what? What's, yeah, it's what's, it's. What's the... You're sort of heading. Um, you're heading out of summer at this point, so it is. It is still temperature, still quite lovely. Um, it's sort of yeah, last last few days of summer, uh, but because you guys are quite close to the equator. Um, on, on Nostea, sort of Oceania sort of spans 
the northern and southern hemispheres quite it's quite a large continent but the the area that you are now oxenfurt and palin sort of is on a line across the equator it's it's the temperature doesn't vary hugely here um yeah it's it's quite quite nice it's sort of maybe 23 24 degrees um, perfect perfect weather yeah just the shade the shade of the woodland sort of cools a little bit if you're in direct sunlight it'd be a little bit warmer maybe up to 28 but but the the sort of dappled shade of the woods and the tree tree, uh, tree canopy above you keeps it a nice cool this is a very nice mm. very nice weather and the Wiltix you on the top are lying down enjoying this this lovely weather was there anything you wanted to say or do while you're up on top of the cart no no I'm happy just to uh, chill recover from uh, our recent travels and take a little bit of a break you know get away from the group a little bit and uh, reflect on some of the changes I've been going through. Yeah, your wolf, wolf bitty. Yeah, still uh, a little bit sore at Emmerich for pushing me down a, uh, yeah, a hole. Down a but, uh, yeah. That was because Quite. I thought you were going to spaz out and attack us all. So. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to maybe spaz out and attack something. Jared but, apologizes. Uh, Emmerich, not so much, but Jared apologizes. Oh, no, no, no. You're fine. <laughs> good. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're forgiven. Um, <laughs> yeah, so as the cart travels along, you're enjoying the nice weather. I'm going to get someone. Uh, let's say, Wiltix, can you please roll me a d10? And Mira, can you please roll me a d10? Mira. Mira. <laughs> 67. Okay. As you guys travel along, enjoying the, the warm air, the warm sun, you come across an open patch of fields. The woodland drops away and you pass into an area of farmland. You remember passing this area on your way to um, the hidden uh, cave of the cultists, the, the hidden campsite. This was one of the farms that as you walked past you saw the footprints um, where a number of other groups had joined up and then you, you tracked these people back. This was actually where you originally uh, found the tracking point to lead to this campsite. And as you're moving around you see the open fields, the farm seems to have been deserted at some point in the past, it's gone wild, the fields are overgrown, uh, and a large scarecrow stands in the field and as you're walking past, Azua, you've probably got the highest passive perception. You, out of the corner of your eye, see movement. And as you turn, you could have sworn that the Scarecrow's head was looking in a different direction. It now seems to be focused a little bit more towards you guys. I'm noping out of there. I know how this ends. Mira doesn't. <laughs> I don't like this. No. I, uh, no, Mira's I... engrossed in her list at the moment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yes, so originally, like, as you're still approaching, it's still a little bit ahead of you, maybe um, 10, 20 metres ahead of you. Uh, and as you're approaching, you, you, as you sort of originally looked up and you saw it was facing away from you, you looked down to check the horses, check the reins, then you looked at a horse, and then you looked up and it's now facing you. And this, this sort of old turnip, this large turnip with a carved face um, resembling a frown. It sort of seems to be facing towards you guys now. You could have sworn before it was facing in a different direction. I, uh, I looked at Emmerich and I motioned my head towards uh, the scarecrow, and um, I uh, I swear that was not looking at us when we when I looked up before. <clears throat> I uh, yeah, you know what he is though. He's an ugly looking uh, mofo, isn't he? Oh, I hate scarecrows. Seriously, 
Who puts a bot there like clowns? Seriously. <laughs> Wait, you don't like clowns either. Oh, God, I hate clowns. Oh, you were lucky I don't have uh, a certain spell that disguises yourself as other things. <laughs> Is the spell called Disguise Self? Metagaming, yeah. <laughs> Emmerich though, doesn't have that. No. But imagine the things he would do. But uh, no, no look, you, you can't make me. Look, I uh, I don't know. What? Well, uh, look, yeah, well, it might have just been a I mean, trick of the eyes or something. How far are we now from it, Owen? As you guys have been speaking, you're now only sort of 10, 5 metres away, and it's now off towards your right. Um, are you watching it or just carrying on? I think we're definitely looking at I'm it. I'm definitely watching it, yeah. Because, you know, Very... um, we sort of mentioned it and we're just sort of both yeah. looking at it. Uh, Will Six, what are you doing at this point? You're just still lying down. Are you ignoring the tomfoolery happening from the front of the cart? Well, um, or does the I'm scarecrow pique your interest? Freaking out a little bit over a scarecrow. Simon, the player, doesn't know what they're, the, the, what it is, and I don't think Will Six would either. So no, um, fair enough. Yeah, just uh, inside a uh, inside the cart, Leos and Amira just having a sort of a, a sort of a look occasionally at each other, then out the windows. After a few seconds of this, after uh, Emmerich's left, Leosin sort of coughs politely and goes, uh, um, uh, Mira, um, you've been studying the cult for for some time. I trust you seem to know a little bit about them, this Order of the Dragon. Oh, well, not specifically. I know the politics, I guess. I was a little bit involved with that, but I don't know anything about religious cults or anything. Right. I don't... Actually, you might be able to tell me what they... Why are they so interested in, in, in me? And what's, what's the whole deal? I just don't get it. I, To be perfectly frank, I'm actually not 100% sure why they're interested in you. I know they're curious about um, the, the, the dragons in general and the chromatic and metallic dragonborns. My current hypothesis is that as a blend of chromatic and metallic, maybe there's something special about you? I mean, you, it's pretty rare. Uh, you, you, there are not many dragons who have a blend of both bloodlines that, that I've encountered or, or heard of. No. Quite unique. Uh, I tried to use it, you know, for a bit of advantage. I thought that I could try and, you know, when I was much younger, try and unify them through, you know, politics and diplomacy and everything, but I was never charismatic enough for real diplomatic work, so I tried my best. Maybe I should have been a spy instead, but I guess I just stand out a bit too much. When you say you were, you were a politician or a, a diplomat? No, no, I was a, a, an aide, an aide. Was this, uh, was this in, uh, on, on Oshia? Or, uh... Yes. Oh, right. Which city did you, uh, which city were you with? Or were you with a group who moved around? City wasn't again. <laughs> so, Sorry. it depends if you wanted to... Yeah, no, no, that's all good, yeah, so, um, the Dragonborn... Yeah, no, that's all. I've got it all here, so I can. One, the big one, the biggest one. The so the Dragonborns, the Dragonborns have their own continent, the continent of Chiari, which is off towards the east, sort of a southeast continent from um, Oceania. And the capital there is Veloxur, and it's sort of an yeah. area where dragons, dragonborn, uh, lizard folk tend to sort of 
um, rule. And a number of Leonin are there as well. It's it's um, sort of it's the main dragon capital of uh, of Nostea. And Veluxur is the heart of the the politics of the dragons, basically. Um, other races are welcome to visit, but only dragonborn are allowed to reside there for life. Like they only they can live there. It's a very elite city, um, dragons and dragonborn. So if you were um, a diplomat and a politician or political aide with the dragonborn in um, Chiari in, in your home country, then Veluxur would probably be the place to be. If it's Nostea, then you've actually probably been through Palin or um, one of the other. Probably Palin is the capital. Most likely you've been through Palin uh, if you were traveling around. Perfect. Yeah, Palin's the capital of uh, of Oceania. Um, yeah, it's the political hub of the uh, Ocean Empire. And there'd be a number of Dragonborn delegations. Um, there's a, quite a strong trading uh, network between the Dragonborn of Veluxur and the Dragonborn of Chari and the um, the Oceans. Uh, yeah. So uh, as as you sort of share that information with um, with Leosin. Ah, right. Fascinating. I have not actually been to. Uh, to Palin. I'm mainly based uh, out of Oxenfurt and a couple of the settlements up to the north. Furt, do you reside? I travel. I haven't really established a permanent base uh, since I came to Oceum. I consider my home the Feywild. Uh, probably the same as Azur, I imagine. Yeah. Do um, you have many contacts at the university? The uh, Unseen University in Oxenfurt. Um, uh, not so much contacts. There's uh, a couple of people that I've spoken to on, on different occasions. Uh, not anyone that I'd specifically be able to call upon. It's mainly just the library that I've been to and I've, I've been able to talk to some of the archivists or people like that. I'm wondering if they might be able to assist us with our little fledglings. Uh, quite possibly. Um, they, they might be able to help. I do... I have concerns, though, about revealing the <laughs> acquisition of these eggs in any sort of public area. I, uh, I'm worried the information might get out. I, I, look, from everything I've learnt from the cult, they are possessive. Uh, they're, they're dragons. Dragons will come for these eggs if they know that we have taken them. That's, I think we need to be very, very careful. Well, what about While you, Liz? Oh, where, yeah, yeah. where will you go after this? Um, I hadn't really thought too much about that. Uh, as much as I'd love to stay reunited with my brother, I think um, I think our paths might be heading in different directions. Uh, I'm not so great in the field. Uh, I do my best work behind a desk or <laughs> in a library. Now that he's here and he can head to the front lines, I think I might try to do my best to support him and support you if, if you'll allow it. Um... I understand you're with an adventuring guild? Yeah, I'll give him one of my um, business <laughs> cards. Ah, uh, wonderful. Oh, um, well, if you're willing to have me come and work for you, um, I'm sure there's some use I could be. I mean, are you willing to work with uh, everybody in the guild? Look, Emric is rough around the edges, but I think he's... I think his heart is in the right place. Well, in, in a right place. You seem to have an understanding. Uh, yeah. I, let's just say I might have harshly judged Emric a bit too quickly. There's more to his story than I appreciated, and I was maybe a bit hasty. I think, um, I think he... 
I think he I think he does want the best. He just goes about it in a very unique way. <laughs> That's so true. True. While that conversation is <clears throat> happening, Emrick yes. and Azua at the front of the cart. I deliberately left this uh, just so that you guys could be stewing around for a little bit, wriggling no, that's around. That's fine. <laughs> Let them have you... their dream. I'm, I'm, everyone's still worried about the uh, little scre- creepy scarecrows in the field, I'm sure. Yeah. As the cart pulls up next to it and you both focus and watch the head, almost so slowly that you could swear it wasn't moving at all, slowly turns and follows your progress and every time you blink it shoots ahead a little bit so there's almost this weird effect where i sort of when you're oh yeah go yeah i sort of just sort of nudge like sort of tapping like azua like on the like on the arm like did you uh did you see that is that is that fucking moving oh fuck oh shit that's so weird. <laughs> that is... Yes, this is not... Uh, yes, no, I don't like this at all. Maybe we can just go a bit faster, yeah? Yep. I kind of, like, flick the reins a little bit and get the uh, the horse moving as, as, as fast as she'll go. Yeah, do you want to make me an animal <laughs> handling check? As fast as she'll go. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, make me an animal handling check. Oh, dear. Eight. Um, oh, eight. Because you're sort of still focusing back, looking at this thing, you're sort of a bit too scared to take your eyes fully off it. You're just sort of hitting the reins, like whipping the horse. Um, the horse slows right down and stops. Um, uh, and you cool. guys are maybe like four or five meters away from this thing as the head turns fully and looks towards you. And then the left arm begins to detach from the pole. I- I put my hand back and I just cast a radiant sunbolt right at it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. okay. Do you want to make me a ranged attack? <laughs> make me a ranged attack. Let's see uh, this. Sorry. Hang on. Uh, 20. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> um, this. And he bolt... rolled the highest he can for the d4. <laughs> he did too, didn't he? Oh my goodness. Um, so, 11 radiant damage. As you. You just this panic sets in as you see this thing moving and you're just in your head you're just going nope 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 and you throw out this radiant sunbolt it flies and strikes into the chest of the scarecrow and with a soft wet the scarecrow explodes the head flying up into the air the arms and legs ripping apart and you see standing uh, on a little platform with the wreckage of the scarecrow falling around him is a tiny goblin um, about two and a half feet tall, long pointed ears, just with this bewildered deer in the headlights expression. He's still holding the remains of the two sticks that he was using to control the arms. And in his teeth, he's got a cord, uh, which looks to have maybe been used to help rotate the head. And as he as you sort of throw this and destroy his disguise, he's just completely stunned, his eyes wide open looking at you, fear and terror on his face. <laughs> you there, little gobbo. <laughs> Friends in these uh in these woods potentially maybe ambushing us. Oh no, no, I was just uh just just doing a little just doing a little prank bro. It's no problem. It's just I'm a little prank bro. Check on him. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> <If he's alone. laughs> 
I'm in, I'm neg one for insight though. So hey, you. hey. Um, you're like this little man. I like the cut of his jib. He's got some gumption. I he would it like You know what? The way because he was doing, I found it hilarious. I'm like, ah, you know what? That was a bloody good uh, little prank there. I liked it. Oh, thanks, bro. He's just doing a little bit of a bit of a cheeky cheeky prank. Oh, you um, cheeky little uh, scamper, Eddie. Uh, come on. Yeah, I'd appreciate it if you don't blast me again. That costume took me quite a few days to make. Uh, I don't I, think I'm going to be able to find a turnip that big ever again. I kind of like, 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 I imagine when I fire my sunbolt that it's kind of becomes like a ball in my hand. Mm-hmm. So I use one finger and I charge a slight, a small version of the sunbolt, <laughs> and I point it at him, and I'm like, "No more costumes." <laughs> whoa, 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 oh, there. sorry, bro. Whoa, there, sorry, bro. I like him. I like him. I like him. He's uh, he's got a good bit of fun about him. Jesus, what's gotten into you? You acting like me, like scarecrows. <laughs> <laughs> um, give the, with that- uh, the goblin a little cheeky wink. The goblin scampers down the pole and starts sprinting through the fields. The only sign of his passage, the occasional stalk of wheat being pushed out of the way as he starts scampering away. Um, I, is, yeah? Emery, are you still facing away? Um, I'm looking at the goblin running. I, I, so if I like get the horse moving again, when you turn around next, I'm just like giggling to myself because I found that very funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. cool, cool. So you just loved like scaring the shit out of him. It was very so, funny. Yeah. Wiltix, you hear the wet squelching explosion as the scarecrow disguise is destroyed and then you see all of this happen. Was there anything you wanted to do as part of this or are you just happy to watch and just oh, be a bit look- bemused? I was just going to take it all in personally. I was uh, yep. really hoping that, uh, you know, that there were a couple more goblins around, maybe just to uh, make the trip a bit more amusing. But uh, well, you can oh do a check of some sort to see well, if there are. I was yeah. hoping if I can smell out some more little goblins. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Around. You can make me a uh, perception or I'd say a survival check. Because look, I'm being honest. Um, perception there of eight. I, I definitely think that, like, he's the only one. Mm. I. I yeah, so the I smell, would think there'd be more than one, especially in a field like this. But uh. the smell of the exploded turnip scarecrow um, is all that you can smell. That the the it's a very pungent, acrid smell. It's very hard to smell anything else over the the top of this disgusting vegetable smell. And you don't think there's any other goblins nearby. You can't sense any of their presence. Ah, uh, delicious. Actually, do <laughs> I get advantage on a smell? I do, don't I? You do, yeah, for perception. I do. Yeah. It's, oh, I'll roll that again just to see if it. Is any better? Probably not. 16? That's a lot better. Even with the distraction So we get a little bit further the... away now from the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. As you wipe the, the vegetable matter from your nose, um, you clear your senses, take a deep breath in. Uh, you don't sense any... You can't smell any other goblins that have passed through this way. Um, again, you don't think there's any more. You think this was a lone, a lone goblin. So, um, yeah, as I, as I turn back and see as you were giggling, I just sort of start sort of laughing, having a hearty laugh and giving a bit of uh, some hits on the back, you know. Like, oh, <laughs> oh did, you, did you see his face? Oh, that oh. was priceless. <laughs> oh, that was good fun. So, oh, Zua, Zua, Zua! There's another! Ah, oh, look, there's another scarecrow. Do you look? Oh, you are. No. <laughs> I'm already looking down the road. <laughs> uh, you know, you are a bit of fun, actually. So you guys carry on 
carry on moving. As <laughs> as you guys travel on, uh, the day wears on, and you eventually see a small rise. And as you pass over the top, the town of Green Nest lies before you. Uh, and what I'll do uh, is I'll pull you guys across to the map of Green Nest so that you can uh, see this area as we're as we're going about it. But um, uh, I'll just quickly reveal the whole map for you. Here we go. Um, yeah, let me just reveal the whole map. And that way you guys can see the whole whole area. Uh, that's the wrong one. It's night time. There we go. Night time. I wonder how long it was going to be before uh, before we got to that. Uh, yep. Yeah. Look, it's been a while. It's like 2004. God, we're old. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> play Alrighty, I'll just move you guys back over this way. So you come across um, down this section here. So I'll just move you guys down to. Oh, these are old here. character arts. Oh, they are too. Oh, yeah. Let me quickly fix it's that. That's when Emmerich had a beard. No, Emmerich shaved <laughs> since You've then. Shaved since then. I know. Oops, that's not right. Sorry. He got a little bit um sharp dressed man. Oh. What is that? Look. Don't worry about that. What is that? Right. As you guys pass back through don't worry about <laughs> it. Um as you guys pass back through taking the long journey you guys are giants let me shrink you down uh, as you guys pass back through the long journey um <clears throat> you reach the edge of the town of green nest originally your your only view of this town has been in flames and in ruins but coming back you now see that it is quite a pretty quaint town when not on fire and under attack from the forces of the uh, forces of the uh, the order of the dragon um it's late afternoon so you see a number of people milling about Going about business, um, there is an effort to rebuild various uh, farmhouses and townhouses that have been burnt down as a result of the attack. Um, but there does seem to be a, an improvement in mood from the last time you were here. People are smiling, they're happy, they're moving around, generally quite quite happy. Um, as you travel through the main gates uh, from this southern entrance, you can see uh, a number of familiar faces. Um, there is a woman with her two children. Uh, and then a husband who's walking with a limp. And you recognize this as Linan and Kuth, uh, the two villages that you actually saved on your uh, entrance into town the very first time. And as you're walking through, they spot you and immediately begin waving and smiling. Uh, Linan sort of rushing over, Kuth walking a bit slower, and the two children staying close to their father. Um, and as the cart pulls to a stop, she looks up towards you and goes, Oh, I just can't thank you enough. <laughs> Thank you for coming back, and th thank you for saving us. I don't think we got much of a chance to really properly thank you. Oh, it's our absolute pleasure. We, we are really e ever so grateful. I, without you, I, I don't think I don't think we would have made it to the keep. And, and Kuth, she looks over at her husband, who sort of gives a, a sort of a, a smile and a nod. I, I don't think he ever would have been able to, to, to come with us. So thank you, seriously, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Any time. Well, we're glad that we could help, and it's uh, a pleasure to see you smiling again. Yes, well, we we found that our house has not been burnt down, which is a, a lovely development. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, we heard from uh, from uh, Governor Nighthill that you had headed out uh, early in the morning. We, we missed you. Um, did you manage to track down the cult, the, the people who attacked us? Uh, I look at Emmerich. 
And uh, <clears throat> ah, we did. We we got. Uh, we think we found some of what they took from you. So we're heading back oh, to the keep now. Not to... not much there, for being honest. We didn't find much. Oh, no, that's, sadly, that's sadly shame. the uh, the cult oh. has uh, taken a lot of us. But poor us. us. You know, we've been laying our bodies on the line for you all. And my, oh, I just don't have enough food to eat. I just wish I could have a, a few coins in my pocket. I look well, up at uh, the sorrowful eyes. Make me a persuasion check. Uh, or a deception check. I, no, it's actually more a deception, not a persuasion. That's a deception check. <laughs> Saying right. I wish I had more coins in my pocket is an outright... Damn yeah, it. That's what I thought. She looks at you and gives you a bit of a, a wry look, this sort of suspicious squint coming into her eyes. Um... I think it's best if you if you go speak to the governor. Um, I I don't think <coughs> that's any of any of my business. <coughs> oh, that's. <coughs> are you sick? You shouldn't be coming into town if you've got a disease. No, 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 just no he's just full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of as oh. like, I'm right next. I just give him like a, I just look at the girl with like a, a sort of like a cosy like just smile on her face like ah, and then I just sort of hit you in the ribs with my elbow just like a light hit not to do damage but just be like just as, as, a, as, as a friendly give me some help here bud want gold amazing um, that's so good so yeah you guys carry on through um, now where would you like to go you um you, the, the main place that you guys have been in the town of Greenest has been the keep. Um, but as you're sort of heading through, you can see that there are a couple of, uh, there's two taverns that you can see within view of the road as you, as you walk along, um, still in your cart. Uh, there's one over towards uh, the north, just here, sort of just a little bit to the east and north of the keep. Um, and then there's another one much further to the north. Well, is there a safe place that we can hitch up our cart? Maybe in the, the home of the people that we saved that are very grateful for our help? I don't want people uh, breaking in and noticing some uh, dragon eggs. I don't know about the rest of you guys. <laughs> That's a good point. Actually. So you, will, you would remember from your defending of the keep that there was the Sully Port, that small gate that provided entrance. And that area there looked to be uh, maybe a safe place to store your cart otherwise yeah you could you could speak to the the villagers ask if they'd be happy to look after it for you um i'd each rather of the, take it the, into the cape i think yeah otherwise the, the two um the two inns uh, and the taverns both have areas to hitch and uh, look after horses uh, there is also a stable as you guys pass through just down towards the south uh, there is actually a designated stable as well um, you can see a couple of horses milling about hmm You've got lots of options. What do you think, team? Where do you think we should uh, hitch up? I mean, I think we should put the cart maybe in that sally port and then uh, our poor, poor, neglected horse should probably uh, go somewhere hit the, that's uh, hit, hit the nice. stables. Yeah, exactly. Have a night yeah. out on the town. The sally, sally port's out the way. You know, not many people will probably venture out that way as much as the keep. Maybe Ooh. it's better to go to the sally port and then we can lock it up in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 100% you guys are more than welcome to head um, back towards uh, back towards the keep. So yeah, as you pass on through, uh, you again are travelling through the main centre of the town as you head towards the keep and you can see the large um, portcullis uh, that originally you guys just made it through the first time. Uh, you are able to enter in uh, that has now been raised and there are a number of people moving around inside um, 
uh, inside the keep. Uh, a couple of um, soldiers, a few um, uh, villagers moving around. Uh, and you can also see at the front gate, talking animatedly to one of the soldiers, is a dwarf with bright, tangled red hair. Uh, who you recognize as Escobar, um, Escobar the Red, who was the dwarf that you spoke to uh, about the priest, Brother Jacob. Um, and he was the one Jacob. who directed you down towards, yeah, Brother Jacob. Uh, he was the one who directed you down towards um, the tunnel out of the keep to try and track down uh, Brother Jacob when he left earlier. Uh, and he seems to be talking to one of the guards, and he's like, oh, come on. Clearly, we need to get more supplies up towards the upper farms. It's not going to be any good if we starve in a couple of days. Oh, yell out! Hey, friend, how's your uh, how's your nose? <laughs> uh, he sort of startles and turns towards you, and you can see that there is still quite a purple bruise across <laughs> his nose and face. Um, he sort of squints and goes, "Ah, you're that adventuring group. Uh, uh, the the storm, no. Uh, the clung, <clears throat> the thunder clouds, no. Uh, something like that. You're that group oh. that came through. Wait a sec. You know what? Big person who can help you fix that. The priest." He's, he's a healer here. He'll help that. He'll help that out. It, it wasn't as funny the first oh. time. No, it was funnier oh, the first time. No. no, it's not. It's actually not funny both times. Oh, my mistake. I forgot. He's the one that actually did that. Oh, shit. My bad. Do you want a matching one, mate? <laughs> Don't make me laugh, friend. You couldn't harm me if you even tried. You'd be down the floor before you even tried. Oh, is that so? <laughs> I jump off the oh. car. Right, okay. <laughs> That's oh, fantastic. Uh, he's tall for a dwarf, so he's four foot. <laughs> <laughs> I look down at him because I'm six foot four. Oh, look, you've uh, you got a lot of fire, don't you, there? I'm a raging furnace. Well, why don't you go raging furnace somewhere else? Oh, are you a bit of a chicken? I thought we were going to do something, but if you're going to just fuck off, then all right, then. Oh, what do you want to do then, huh? I think what? we should have a brawl. You want to have a brawl right now? I'm going to punch your face and break your nose. All right, let's go. Let's do it then. Uh, oh, at mate. this point, I'm going to try and gather out some guards and be like, so does, does anyone want to bet on this? Yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely. Wiltix, as, as like a number of guards sort of hear this commotion and immediately start pulling out coins and as, as you sort of wander over and you're like yeah, can I get in on this action uh, they absolutely uh, how much did you want to bet and who did you want to bet uh, on 100% I'm going to use the gold that we collected that was theirs <laughs> I'm going to use their own money and I'll give it back to the keep later but um, how much uh, are you uh, how much are you betting you've got quite a bit of gold <laughs> how many guards are there there's four who are currently moving up. Um, there's a halfling in very ill-fitting armor, uh, this young halfling man. Um, there's a half-elf female who looks to be half-wood elf. Um, and then there's uh, two humans, one male, one female. Okay, so uh, a bit older. be like, lads and lasses, uh, who wants to get in on the action? Oh, I'd love to get in with a little bit of gold. Uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, one or two gold? Oh, sounds good. And uh, how about the rest of you? One or two gold as well? Uh, I will. Uh, I will bet uh, three gold on Escobar. I have seen him in combat, and your friend is going to get creamed. Uh, <laughs> the woman who's with him. The woman who's with him goes. Uh, no, I think. Um, I think I'll bet on the tall, dark stranger. He's got. Looks like he's got a mean right hook, and that metal arm's probably going to come in handy. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. uh, the half elf female just sort of sighs and goes. Three gold on the dwarf. 
Perfect. Well, uh, I'll take all that money on the the dwarf. I'll uh, match you all. So we've got we've got one betting on Emric and two of them are betting on Escobar. On. Who would you like? Wasn't there three on Escobar? There was no the um, the woman, the older woman, is betting on. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll take the uh, Escobar bets and uh, put my money on Emric. So uh, okay. How much start, would you like I'll, to bet? Oh, I'll, I'll match them. We'll go one for one. So that way it's, uh, what, eight golds that I'm betting up against them? Okay, yeah. Alrighty. Fantastic. Um, you, really? you put your money in. Uh, Mira and Azua, what are you two doing while this is going on? Leosin just looks out, sees this happen, sighs, and goes back in the cart and pulls out a book. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm going to call Emmerich across and uh, I'm going to give him a bit of a pep talk and rub his shoulders, like boxing, uh, right, you know. So I'm, sort of, I'm sort of doing some, like, I'm sort of doing the, you know how the boxes sort of loosen themselves up and they're shrugging the shoulders and doing a bit of a dance on their feet. Oh, you're doing a pretty dance for me. How lovely. It's <laughs> all right, just wait, mate. You just wait. I'll sing the war song of my people of Eye of the Dwarf in the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. This is an ancient Zeranthinum Fields war cry. Eye of the Gnome, yeah. Mira, what are you doing while this is going on? The last gnome survivor. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. That's got to be inspiration. That's inspiration right yes. away. Yes, Bang thank on. you. Um, what are you. What are you doing, Mira, while this... While this uh, I hesitate to call it this shit going down, but what are you doing while this shit's going down? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, He's on just... the... There you go. Sorry, go. Uh, I was going to look around for a stable. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah, so as Emmerich gets off the cart, you and Leosin stay on the cart. And uh, Leo says will come and join you up the front and he'll point towards the, the closest into the keep and go, uh, why don't we just uh, stop there? I think that's a good idea, yes. Yeah, we can hitch the, I, I hitch say the we, cart. I, I say we put the cart in the Sally port. At least it's safe. Yeah, and mum and dad are going to go park the car. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'll come too. <laughs> um, so... Azua, Leosin, and Mira, you guys head yeah. off down the road. As, uh, as we I'll... head off, as we head off, yes. I flick a coin behind me. Like, I kind of, like, oh, flick God. it over there. Like, with, as, as try to be as stealthy as possible, but I kind of know mm-hmm. where Wiltix is. I flick one gold coin, like, over the cart in his direction. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, perfect. Wiltix, you have an extra. I'm going to take that out the air, and uh, I'm going to turn around to the bloke that's uh, betting on him, and be like, I'll put one gold against him. That guy. The 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 so it's the halfling, the small halfling who um, bet against uh, bet against Emric, who's he's betting on Escobar to win, and then the the older man bet for Escobar. The woman who says Emric would win sort of sees you go that and goes, "All right, fine, let's do this." Uh, Emmerich, I'm going to have you roll initiative, please. All right. Sounds like a plan. Oh my god! Hey, wow. Twenty. Oh, you were okay. really, you were really looking forward for this fight, weren't he you? Is, he's really excited. Uh, let me just quickly. I just need to make my I'll rolls. Make sure, I'll make short work of him. Don't worry. Oh, are you sure about that? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> So this is unarmed combat, just so you know. So you're only going to be doing unarmed attacks. Uh, yeah. I rolled an initiative of 18. Um, so you are first. Cool. Just. Uh, he's also minus one. <laughs> what would you like to do? I'm so gonna... he's just squaring up to fight. He sort of looks at you and goes, Right, we're doing the Marquise rules, right? So no punching ball the belt, no punching the face. 
I'm going to. No, go I am punching you in the face. I want to break your I'm, nose. I'm going straight for him, and I'm going to punch him in yep. the face with my iron hand. But before I do that, I'm going to use Channel Divinity, mm -hmm. and I'm going to um, as a short as a bonus action. He is now that of Amidity. Um, choose creatures yep. in ten feet and gain advantage on attack rolls for one minute. Yep. Or until it drops to zero hit points. Okay. So I'm going to hit him in the face. Okay. So that's D20, 14 plus 5. That's 19, but I'll roll again. It is enough to hit. Okay, so yep. And then what's that? Is it D6? Yep. Oh, it's only a 1, but that's plus 3, so 4 damage. You just punch him in the face, and he sort of reels back and looks at you and goes, All right then. Anything else on your turn? <laughs> no, that's it, because that's my bonus action. Okay. Um... He takes a few steps back. I'm not using my helmet. And so. then <laughs> he takes a few steps back and then leaps at you, fists wailing as he just starts, like, sort of basically doing, like, the windmill with his arms. Um, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's going to make uh, two attacks. <laughs> oh, two attacks? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy's a, this guy's a fighter. He's proficient. Um, yeah, I'm only level that's going to be. Uh, well, maybe you shouldn't have fucking picked fights with random people. <laughs> hey, he was the one that was egging me on. I'm not going to that. Uh, that's going to be a 16 for the first one. Doesn't hit, does it? No. And then the second one... 18? That will hit. Okay. He's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, four damage. He just deals the same uh. damage back to you as, you as you punch him in the face. He's like... Easy. Right, okay, we're going to do the, uh, do the uh, traditional start then. We punch each other in the face. You've punched me, your turn. <laughs> and then he punches you in the face and goes, right, how's that, back. you little shite? Yeah. I'm gonna walk past now with a uh, minor twenty-one. With a round two, twenty-one hits. Twenty-one hits. <laughs> yep. Three down. Six damage. Six damage. As you clock him in the side, he goes, "Oh, you little piece of poo!" And then he tries to kneecap you uh, on each knee. <laughs> Can I have sure. you please make me? So he's using special combat maneuvers. Can I have you please make me a dexterity saving throw as he attempts to kneecap you? Oh, I'm not very good at that. With his fist. Thirteen. 14's the DC. Um, he clocks you in the knee, and this you drop to one knee. This ringing pain. Uh, your movement is your movement speed is reduced by ten feet. That's um, as this hurts you quite significantly, and you have disadvantage on dexterity saves for the next minute. Um, cool. And that deals six bludgeoning damage as he punches you in the knee. Jeez. Wait, you give up yet? No, not yet. Whose turn is it? Oh. Uh, that's that's his move, so that's your go. That's all, all right. you can do. So let's let's hit him again. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's oh a no! Three. He oh, nimbly ducks oh, and dodges. Eight, yeah, no, he nimbly ducks and dodges. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realise that you were a bit of a baby. I was doing big boy punches. I have to tone it down for you. Uh, and then he's just going to punch <laughs> you in the face again. Sure. As you're down on one knee and you're at face height. Uh, no, that's only a nine. I'm not prone, am I? No, you're not prone. You're just, just yeah, okay. on one knee. Uh, that's a nine. That doesn't hit you. Uh, 16? No. Yeah, he just, as he sort of dings off your armor, you bring up your metal hand and start deflecting these punches. Uh, your turn. All right, I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit him again. Yep. So 18 going to hit. Yeah, 18 yeah. plus 5, plus, 23. Yeah. That hits. So I'm going to do D6. Mm-hmm. Um... Is there any Six way damage. to do a lethal, uh, non-lethal smite damage? 
that's a very good question. Um, I would say that you would know, as per the rules of unarmed combat, smiting him, basically channeling holy divine energy down your fist into his <laughs> face, is probably going to be against the rules. Uh, but I'd say that you could do non-lethal radiant damage if you so wish. Just so you know, this is you will be breaking the rules of combat. Okay, well, you would know this. Emric would know this. Okay, so then what I... I've rolled the dice, but it's changed what I wanted to do then. Oh, sorry. Because I was going to cast... Before I did the before I did the attack, I was going to cast Hunter's Mark if I wasn't going to be able to smite. Okay. So I'm going to cast Hunter's do a... Mark on him. So yeah, cast Hunter's Mark. Yep. Can I do that before the strike? Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll allow it. That's fine. Okay, so oh, it's already rolled a dice. So extra two damage. So six so it's plus two. Three, yeah. six, eight. Yeah. Um, as you as you get so you you identify these weak points in his armor and you swing through with a jab nimbly underneath a, a patch of his uh, of his underarm, and he sort of swings back his arm, dangling kind of uselessly at his side. He's like, oh, ah, that one really hurts. You've got a swing in you like the priest. All right, then. Time to finish this. Uh, and he runs up and attempts to pile driver you. Uh, the hell is can I that? You, can I have you please make a dexterity saving throw? I'm just giving flavor to a normal combat thing. Can I have you please make me a dexterity saving uh, throw? Three. Three. Um, he basically slams you into the ground. You take oh, only two, two bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, and is now sitting on top of you and he begins spanking you like a baby. Okay. Hey, little babby! <laughs> don't cry! Don't cry, little babby! <laughs> yes, sir. So does that, does that make you prone or anything like that? You are prone, yeah. And he's I sitting on you. He is pretty my... heavy. Okay, so how how do I get... How do I do this? So, yeah, so you can you can use half your movement to stand up, but you'll need to make a strength check to throw him off. All right, I'll, I'll use the athletics check to throw him yep. off. That's a Ten. ten. Uh, that is not enough. He is a heavy boy. As you go to sort of throw him off, you end up sort of rolling awkwardly, and he's still like holding you down a little bit. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I haven't given you permission to stand up." Okay, so what happens? Yeah, you now can still then? attack. You are prone, but you can still attack. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit him in the face. Try and like hit him. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Yeah, that's, that hits. Yeah, yeah. So I'm nineteen do... plus five, twenty-four. That's definitely gonna hit. Yeah, six. That's one plus three. Plus two. two. Yeah, nice. Um, you, you're you wailing away, yep. and it looks like you're, you're definitely dealing some damage. Like, he's taking some hits. Um, but it, it looks like the more you punch him, the more he's enjoying this. He's really getting into it. Like, these big weird. smiles across his face. Um, <laughs> it looks like it looks like the battle lust has sort of come over him a little bit. He's really enjoying it. A little bit, you probably even notice a bit of a similarity to what happens with you when you get into the midst of combat. Oh. This feeling of joy and elation, the, the excitement, the thrill. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to call it the thrill from now on. Uh, thank you, Brandon Sanderson, for your incredible uh, authorship works. Yeah, we're calling it the thrill. <laughs> a little woo from <laughs> from, <laughs> from uh, Andrew there. Uh, yeah, we're going to call it the thrill from now on, this like call to battle and call to move. Um, as he's sitting on you... You should put some he, different music on, Owen. A bit yeah. more on the jungle music. Yeah, I will. And um, for those of you who what are listening to the podcast... Jesus, nice. not happening. <laughs> for those of you who are watching this on the podcast or watching this on YouTube, um, obviously there will have been really cool music playing this whole time because uh, I've, I will have edited it afterwards. Um, let's play this I have this the one. gnome, I'm telling you. I have the gnome, yes. So you're going to do that cover for me, right, Si? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll, yes, I'll, uh, so, I'll get the mix out. So. Yeah, I reckon you could get Gav to help. Um, oh, as, as this dwarf is sitting on you, Emmerich, he looks down, Escobar looks into your eyes and goes, 
Right, I think we've had a pretty good bout. Are you done yet, or do I have to punch you again? You're looking pretty bloody there, though, my friend. He as punches a, you as, as you say a that. smile comes across my face. Yeah, he goes to punch you as you say that. Um, just on your back. Uh, no, 15 doesn't hit. Um, no. I'm having a bit of fun. Do you want to get some weapons out and just have a bit of a sort of friendly bout with, with blunt weapons? We can call it here with the fisticuffs, but we've got some training weapons back in the keep. I think you're going to be pretty good against me with the... You look like you will the halberd, right? Yeah, look, I'll be honest, uh, I, could, uh, I could definitely go a halberd. A staff, at least, to emulate it. Yeah, all right. I can get my battle axe out, my blunt one. All right, let's go for it then. Let's do it. All right, great. He stands up off you. All right, good, good one. He leans down to like help you up. (laughs) Um, Will takes the guards, sort of look over you and go. "Uh, uh, Do we do we follow? Is that continuing or same Uh, same rules apply? Or do you want to? I, I, do we have I, to increase the blinds now? Or? Beat themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do we increase the bets now? Double or nothing? No, um, yeah, we have to have yeah, to increase the blinds. I'm, I'm gambling with their gold, and the day I don't care. But um, no, no, it's. Uh, I'll say no. Leave the bets. Leave the bets as it is, boys. I don't want to take all your money today. Uh, Emery's just warming up, so uh, let's uh, follow and watch the mayhem. Uh, okay. Yeah, we we will follow. Uh, so you guys begin heading towards the keep. We'll jump back over to Azua, Mira, and Leosin, and then we'll have you guys catch up. Right. Uh, yeah, Mira and uh, Azua. You guys head uh, towards the tavern. You see a large uh, oak wood building with an open fire out the front, a large pit fire with a number of chairs set up around it. Off towards the left of the building is a little stables that's been set up, and you can see an area to park the wagon just behind uh, this uh, behind this tavern but you head on past having chosen to park inside the keep and as you approach the main gates and bring the wagon on through um, you see a very familiar sight waiting for you inside the keep. Governor Nighthill is standing there overlooking uh, the rebuilding of part of the keep uh, directing people to different jobs and tasks uh, there is a secretary by his side a, a slight man with uh, large glasses balanced precariously on the perch of his nose um, and he seems to be sort of taking notes on what governor, or what the governor is saying. As you enter, he sort of turns, sees you, and a warm smile hits his face. Ah, seems you've made it back. How did your mission go? Were you successful in locating the uh, the Order of the Dragon? Ah, uh, governor, welcome. Sorry, not welcome. Hello. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is welcome my keep. I, is yes, key. I should be should be saying welcome to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I see you've um, picked up a friend, uh, Governor Nysil, and he goes and shakes Leosin's hand. Leosin, uh, yes, uh, Leosin, uh, Azo's brother. Ah, so he found you. Wonderful. Uh, one of your comrades uh, was here. Uh, that's how we knew that you'd been taken and knew to to send. Um, did you want to speak with with him, or are you staying with uh, staying with Leosin, as uh, staying with Azua? I, I will uh, I will stay with Azua for the moment, sir. I'll speak to Nessim later. He, yes. Uh, back over you guys. Uh, Governor, we were just wondering if we could uh, store our cart here inside the keep. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, you are more than welcome to. Uh, absolutely, I can send you down. There's a few places we could store it. Uh, maybe the, the Sally Port, now that we've cleared away a lot of the rubble. Oh, that would be fantastic. Could we... Uh... 
could we have a, a, a conversation with you later over a drink and uh, tell you our stories? I, I would love that. I, I have to. I have to ask: Were you successful in retrieving any of the wealth and items stolen from the town? Uh, I'm sorry to talk business straight away. No, no. We, we, we came across we came across some of it. I, I must admit, the uh, the guild. Once we were able to infiltrate, the guild had uh, had left, but we did bring some back. Oh, fantastic. What what do you have with you? Uh, do we have it on us? I believe Wiltix has it, I think. I think it's in the card. Oh, no, sorry, it's in the card, yeah. yeah. I would have taken some of the, the gold, like, not yeah. a lot, just, like, probably 15 gold, but the jewels and everything would have been still in there. Yes, uh, it's all in here, in the chest that we have here with us. Ah, uh, fantastic. Um, please. Uh, he comes over towards the cart and... Um, the chest that's stored in the back. I'll you take open the chest up. out. I'll take the chest out of the cart so he doesn't yep. see anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I, <think the laughs> I think the eggs are in the middle compartment, so I don't know if he. Yeah. Look, it's probably just better. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. I'll bring it out. Um, so this was the chest that contained the string of pearls, uh, the gold and sapphire ring, uh, the cut and polished precious stones. Um, and then sort of a handful of gold as well. So um, you probably wouldn't notice a little bit of gold missing. Simon wouldn't have taken very much. Sorry, Wiltix wouldn't have taken a huge amount. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Simon would have taken it all, but Wiltix would have only taken enough to uh, cover his bets. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's fine. We can hand the rest over. Perfect. As as Night Hill looks in, he goes, uh, yes, the string of pearls, uh, the sapphire ring. Yes, I, I recognize the family crest on those. They're clearly, clearly from one of our, one of our families. These stones, however... As I look over them, I I do not recognize these. These are not from our treasury. These are six precious stones. Um, I, look, if you're if, if you if you're going to take these, I, I wouldn't complain. They, you uh, went and did a pretty decent job getting these back, and this this isn't ours. I, would you like Would you like these? Uh, I mean, we'll gratefully take at least some of them, but you're welcome to uh, to these. I, I look at you, Mira. And uh, kind of, I'm not quite sure what we what we do. I feel um, like in the it, background, it needs every, some. I mean, I mean, we would we would greatly appreciate it. Well, I think that I mean, some of it should go to the rebuilding effort. So, uh... I, I well, look, I, I agree completely. If we save, if you take two and we take one for each yeah. of us, and uh, there's there's two uh, there's six. There are there are six stones in here, uh, three each. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Excellent. So um, he it, takes three of the stones. <laughs> <laughs> he takes three of the stones out, passes you back the pouch containing three stones. Um, your estimate of these was they were roughly worth about a hundred gold pieces. Yeah, that should be enough to rebuild and to rebuild your church as well. We were not unfortunately able to find any relics. They might have taken them with them. Ah, well, I know that uh, Brother Jacob will be will be quite disappointed. He was really hoping to recover much of that. Uh, well, I mean, there's no, there, there is always hope, but we uh, we will catch up to the guild again, and uh, we have the description of what he's lost. And if we do find it, we will bring it back. Ah, look, Brother Jacob will be very grateful, I'm sure. Uh, at this point. <laughs> Uh, Wiltix and Emric 
uh, and uh, Escobar begin walking through. As Escobar uh, is sort of leading the charge with a couple of guards trailing behind with Wiltix and uh, uh, Emric is right behind him. He, <laughs> Night Hill sort of looks and goes, Ah, uh, Escobar, I have a... I don't have time for it right now. I'm going to punch this sucker in the face. <laughs> just walks right past him. Uh, he goes, uh, Right, of course. Emric, as you sort of head on past. I, I give him a wave. Yeah, he as just like sort him. of nods. <laughs> Awesome, as you, as, you, as you head on past. Uh, perfect. So, what I'm going to do is bring you over to... I think what we'll do is have a little impromptu battle map, because I think a little you guys duel. are going to have a bit of a bit of a duel. Uh, now, I do have... Oh, actually, why don't we do it right here? Let me bring you guys across. So he leads you out to a small courtyard um, just out the back of the the keep. Um, let me just fix this up, and I'll get your nice new tokens on there as well. Mm-hmm. You've, you've, I did not prepare for this. I did not expect this. <laughs> what, a uh, boxing match in the middle of your, uh, your lovely, probably thought-out session. Yeah, um, I had all sorts of stuff planned for this. Uh, boxing match was not one of them, strangely enough. Uh, let me just see. I should have a appropriate, um, appropriate dwarf token. Let me have a look here. Um, let's use. Let's use this one. This will do. Um, yeah, that this will do. All right. So, let me just increase your size. So you guys are currently. Who wanted to accompany Emric and Wiltix out to the uh, fighting? Uh, fighting pit. I think they're pretty busy at the moment. Alrighty, so in that case, we'll leave Mira and Azua. You guys stay back at the. <laughs> you guys stay with Governor Nighthill. Um, Emmerich, as you come down, there's a bunch of guards over here as well. I'll just chuck them on the map too. We're watching. Uh, Emmerich, as you step forward, there is a large. Um, large container of water, a large barrel of water, uh, and a young lad, a young guard, is um, sort of getting himself a drink. And as you walk in, he, he sees you and then um, quickly dips a cup into the barrel and holds out a, a cup for you as you enter. <laughs> I take it. And yeah. I drop it all down and give it back Fantastic. to Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. He takes the cup. Um, a small smile enters his face. Okay. Do you want to make me a uh, do you want to make me a quick perception check? Sure. Can he just drink a spit bucket? <laughs> Nineteen. You recognise this young lad. You recognise him from the battlements on the night that you first arrived in Green Nest. This is the young lad who you made a fool of in front uh, of the other guards uh. and tripped up <clears throat> and made to look incredibly foolish. Um. And as he sort of sees that recognition come into your face, he begins scampering away, uh, running off towards one of the side corridors. Do I feel anything from the drink? Oh, you feel okay at the moment. Okay. So I'll For take now. A, I'll take a uh, reach weapon. Hmm. So you can take a large quarter staff. Um, uh, Escobar is actually going to take the same. What was it? Sorry. Would that be ten feet? Yes, it would be. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, Escobar takes uh, a similar-sized uh, implement. Uh, this one has a lump of wood at the end resembling uh, an axe hilt uh, at the end. 
cool. an axe head at the end. Alright. Um, so I'll look at him like, okay. Alright, let's get back into it then, eh? Alrighty, let's do this! Uh, we'll keep the same initiative from before, which means you're up first, Emmerich. Alright, so do I still have Hunter's Mark and um, and my Channel Divinity up? How long does the Vow of Enmity last for? A minute, so I've walked over there as No, quick that's, as I can. that's that's gone. The, 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 a minute, oh, 60 sucks. seconds. No, that is gone, unfortunately. Um, your right. Hunter's Mark lasts for 10, though, doesn't it? Lasts for an hour. Oh, yeah, it's definitely still up. So I'm going to walk up 10 feet, get within range, yep. and I'm going to strike him. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Um, alright. So let's just... I'm just going to do a hell of an attack. Doesn't, 12 wouldn't hit, I imagine. 12 does not hit. It just bounces off his armor. Um, does he have range? Does he also have 10 foot range? You don't know. Like, is he using the same weapon as I am? He is. Okay, so I'll probably... Looking at his weapon and my weapon, and if they've got the same range, then I imagine that he'll be able to hit me if I move out of range. Yeah, you think um, that. But I will do a bonus action strike, because I technically get that with my pull arm yeah, master. Absolutely. Uh, eight doesn't hit either, I imagine. Not enough, unfortunately. Damn it! Uh, as you swing this round, he goes, Alrighty then, my turn! And he makes a swing at you. That's a natural one for the first. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, and a 14 for the second as that this misses. basically polearm just dings off your armor as he, so both of you are just sort of pushing away with these poles poking each other in your armor not doing any damage at all cool oh, for me that's not very good alright I'll hit him again does yeah, 13 go for it. hit uh, 13 does not hit fuck me 13 still doesn't hit you're just poking each other with sticks at the moment he's like this is this is a bit pathetic if I'm being honest um, he swings around underneath to try and trip you up with his um, with his uh, a long pole uh, no but it does not hit it is another natural one for me as he swings it around trying to sort of knock your feet out from hey, underneath you I might be missing but you're missing worse I shut up your turn that's all he can do fuck this is hilarious oh my god oh my god Okay, I'm gonna, I have to get a fucking coin or something. You get a fun coin, yeah. You obviously get a fun coin. I'm going to re-roll it on the... On, I have it to re-roll it on the, the F coin. The F coin. The F coin. The F U coin. The fun unlimited Not coin. Eight. No, You guys are just swinging away. With that, he sort of looks at the staff. He cracks it down on his knee and breaks it in half into two smaller uh, objects. And then he moves uh, up. Uh, can I use a reaction then? To move yes, back you can. Five? Yes. To move what, sorry? To move back for actually, I'll use a. Uh, can I? Because he's done that. Snapped it. Is that in his turn? He's yeah. It's his turn. He cracks it and then moves up. Okay. So he's going to move up and he's going to make two attacks because he can only make two attacks when he's got a one-armed weapon. Right. Uh, he's going to make two attacks because he's sick of not hitting you. Uh, Fourteen doesn't hit, but I'm guessing a twenty-one does. That does. He clocks you in the stomach for nine bludgeoning damage. I rolled max. Oh, as he just basically slams into you with this um, with this pole of wood Jesus. and as you double over wheezing he's like oh that was a good hit alright I'm gonna fuck it I'm gonna move back one yep and I'll take an opportunity he, uh, he's gonna yeah he'll take a, take an opportunity attack uh, it's only a 12 okay, uh, cool. he just sort of swings it and you dodge out of the way nimbly okay I'm gonna hit him for one mm-hmm. okay that will hit That'll hit. So, what are we going off? Uh, so, it'd be a quarter staff damage, so it'd be a d8 plus your strength. Okay, so that's 
That's three plus three. Uh, Six. Damage. Yeah, as you clock him, he sort of takes a gasp of air as you wind him slightly. He's like, oh, all right then, lad. And, oh, actually, I should re-roll. I should roll uh, concentration break for the yes. hunter's mark. So what, what do I have to roll? Uh, you, how much damage do you do? Nine. You have to roll above an, uh, so ten. Okay, that's nah, you still you still got it. So I will then do another three Extra. damage on top. Yeah. Um, as you sort of find a weak point and crack through again under the arm, he's like, Ooh, I, right. I think you're going to be a bit of trouble. And bonus action attack? Uh, yep. That's just a nine. No, that doesn't hit. I will he move back five, though, away. to get a bit of distance between yeah. me. Yeah. Now that I have As the, he sees the you moving back, he's like, Oh, right, you're hoping I'm going to rush at you so that you can attack me. Oh, I'm just sort of... Not necessarily, and just sort of getting back and getting my poses ready and stuff like that. He can take it however he likes. Uh, he takes a stand here. Um, seems to be readying himself for something. Your turn. Okay. Well, then I'll move back within five again, like, so ten, ten yep. feet. As you I'll... move forward, he throws the uh, wooden pole at your face. <laughs> sure. <laughs> just for fun. Uh, does a 19 hit you? It does. You take two bludgeoning damage as it cl- clocks you in the face. Two. Oh, okay. As it clocks you in the face. It's an improvised weapon and he's throwing it, so cool. it's, it's no, that's barely good. any damage at all. Alright, I'm going to hit him again. Yep. There's an 18. Oh, that's 23. Yes, that hits. I'll do the other one as well. Does a 20 hit? Uh, yes. Okay, so let's do eight. That's three, three, six. Mm-hmm. 11. Yep. Uh, I'm using the butt, so three, yep. 11, 4, 15, 16 damage. As you crack across in this heavy hit, he sort of coughs up a bit of blood and goes, Oh, fuck. Right, okay. Brother Jacob's got and a hefty will push, move back but five. you're pretty good too. Yeah, he sees you do that. He goes, okay, right, I see how it's going to be. And he runs at you as he steps here. Uh, he uh, triggers an opportunity attack for you. Oh, I didn't, didn't. Okay, there you go. That's 19. That hits. Sentinel as well reduced him to zero. Yep. So then I'll do eight. That's one, three, ten. Alrighty. So four, uh, six, ten, yep. As you're sort of, as you step in and knock away and, and hit him with this stuff. He knows that he can't move any closer without incurring more damage from you. That's how we're going to explain the Sentinel. Um, He looks at you and squints his eyes and goes, You're a cheeky little fuck, ain't you? Does he he do anything? Is that all he says? He says that to you. He says that to you. And then it looks like he's readying something. So as as he says that, I just get a big smile across my face. And I just, (coughs) I start, I'm starting to get into that battle mode now. Now that I've drawn blood on him. Mm-hmm. So whose turn is it? It's you. That he's okay. looks, he looks like he's he's readying himself for something. Well, look, we're I'm Emmerich, ten. I'm ten feet. Can you please can you please make me a Constitution saving throw as your stomach begins to gurgle ominously? Aha. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> is it poison? Uh, it's not a poison per se, but because they need to know. Uh, yeah, it'd be similar to yeah, it's similar to a poison effect. So yes, we'll say it is. Because if it is disease, I am immune <laughs> to diseases. No, it's it's definitely more of a poison than disease, ah. yeah. Oh shit, I didn't mean that. Uh, that's plus three, thirteen. 
Uh, 13 is a pass. You feel a very ominous rumbling in your stomach, but you manage to hold control of whatever it is that's happening for the moment. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, then I'll just wail in him again, I guess. Go for it. Ah, that's a five that misses. You have disadvantage for this as he is dodging. Oh, that's what he's doing. Oh, that's all right. Okay. Well, I missed anyway. Oh, fuck. Oh. So five is a miss. Oh, Not 20 damn. in a second. Lucky, lucky he's dodging. All right. Then I'll use my normal bonus action yep. pack. Absolutely. Uh, no, it's, they both miss. Um, yeah. But I will move back five again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he moves five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 over towards the weapon rack and picks up another quarter staff. Um, another long quarter staff throwing the broken one to the ground. Uh, what's wrong? You're not happy with what you were just using then? I was going to Nah, it wasn't very good. Nah, it wasn't very good. It's near a better one. Uh, and then he is going to... Uh, yeah, he's going to ready himself and stay where he is. Your turn. Okay. Can you please make me another constitution saving throw as your stomach continues to gurgle ominously? No, that's, that's, a, that's a fail. That'd be nine. Um, you feel... A very urgent need to go to the toilet as quickly as possible. <laughs> very urgent. Like you, you think you've got not a lot of time before you need to go. Um, so when you when you succeed, you had to only had to get three successes, and the DC got significantly easier each time. Um, one fail. At the moment, you're still in limbo. You might be able to get out of this effect without it causing you any embarrassing moments. But you're in limbo at the moment. One pass, one fail. You're not feeling great in your stomach. You think there's. I mean, the phrase, she's got a blow, Captain, comes to mind. Um, I, uh, your turn, at, Emery. I look at um, Wiltix and the guy, um, and I actually say, oh, I'm not feeling so crushed shot. I think that uh, I think that little fucker who gave me the drink before might have actually drugged it. Is that the guy that you uh, picked on last time, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what you get for being a dick, Emmerich. Now, uh, <laughs> I've got some gold writing on this. Uh, I don't care if you shit yourself. I want to win. <laughs> Who <laughs> really gives a fuck? Hey? I don't care. I just want to bake bitch shit out of this guy. I think that the two just, parties are evenly split. This is a, uh, we're, we're giving 10, away all the gold 15, and twenty. I'm, I'm gonna have to get in range with him. As you run away, I'll yell yeah. out. I'll put a bar over you. You have to pull your pants down. <laughs> I'll, set the bar. I'll have to get. A, I have to get in range of him. Yeah. Actually, hold so on. Hmm? <coughs> I'm holding. Oh, okay. Oh. Can okay. I just do a quick lay on hands? Uh, yeah, of course you can. But not like... Like, I, I'm not going to tell you that you can't do it. You, you know that uh, probably it's not particularly um, honourable, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back here and just... I'm not going to stop you doing it. I, I feel lo- real loose in my guts. I'm not going to heal anything like that. I'm just going just, just to give myself a little bit just to make me not shit my pants. And I'm going to just touch my stomach. Just give myself one hit point. That's it. So nothing crazy. I don't look any more revitalized but i have neutralized the poison affecting my body is it one hit point or five hit points to neutralize a poison oh, oh five and then i'll do five i have to do five yeah i think it might be five for like curing an injury um curing a disease or anything like that yeah hey um, he's not honorable mm. anyway so this guy can take it however he likes who's not honorable emery emery he doesn't care to do this <laughs> so, hey, what, what are you, you're touching yourself you're doing magic that's cheating that's cheating i'm gonna punch you <laughs> oh come on then come and punch me then friend I just Five, felt a bit 10, loose 10. in my guts I didn't want to like fucking shit everywhere hey <laughs> 20, 25 he goes here and readies himself looks like he's readying uh, looks like he's readying something uh, Emmerich your turn 
All right, look, I, I know he's probably going to do it. I'll, I'll move in here, though, because... Yeah, that's that... his opportunity attack. Yep. Yeah, so he's going to use a... Um... Yeah, that's fine. So 18? You... That will hit. Uh, six bludgeoning damage. All right. Okay, so that's... hit him back. He is currently dodging. How do you... How can you do both? He's got, he's, yeah, he's got special fighter abilities. He has, um, he's a special, this is a special character. I don't know why you thought you would just start beating this guy up. It's hilarious. Okay. All this, right, this is a special NPC. Anyone who's named has got special stuff going on, baby. Interesting. Okay. Um, you name everyone, though. Yeah, that's true. And everyone's got well, special stuff going on. Regardless, <laughs> the, fir the first two strikes will hit miss. Um, he's got Polar Master Emmerich. Yeah, okay, I figured. Yeah. Oh, 17 hit? 17 is just enough to hit. That is his armor class. Oh, shit. Okay, he's going to be the armor class. Um, so that's yeah. for the just for the whole arm, uh, for the button. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be two. Yep. Oh, wait. I have to roll a dice as well for the thing before. Ah, that, that passes my concentration. So yep. two plus three, five. Five. Ten damage. Yeah. I mean, he's he's looking pretty looking pretty bruised at this point. Um, How are you feeling? Do you want to... Uh, you feel like calling it quits yet, my friend? Are you feeling like calling it quits? No, not at all. I'm just asking you because you look a bit rough. Oh, good, now. okay. And uh, he wells on you twice. I've got a lot of damage on him. Uh, 24. That will hit. 7 bludgeoning damage. 12 is a miss. Yeah. As he cracks, he's like, Ugh, right, okay. I think I've probably got one more hit in me. Alright, so he's not dodging anymore, is he? No. Okay. It's my turn? Absolutely. Alright. Uh, oh, that's 17? 17, that is enough to hit just. Oh. Alright, so D8, 6, plus 3, 11, 12. How do you want to, uh, how, what's your final move look like? Alright, so he's been talking mad shit. I'm going to just smack him coming down. I'm going to come straight down on top mm -hmm. of, like, his forehead and nose and just crack him in the head and strike him unconscious. Basically, so he, doesn't, he doesn't fall unconscious. Uh, huh? As you crack down and smack okay. him in the head, um, he sort of staggers back, coughs up some blood, looks at you and goes, All right, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Ugh. Ugh, that's Fuck me, you've got a mean right arm. That was a good bit of fun. I give him a hey, It was back. a good bit of fun. Yeah, he shakes your metal hand and goes, I wasn't expecting that thing to hit so fucking hard. I, um, I'm gonna use five of my land hands and heal him back up. Oh, oh, that feels quite nice. Oh, well, look, it's uh, the least I can do considering that I had to, I, I just had this intense pain to just shit. So, unfortunately, what? it wasn't me trying to heal or anything. I just really <laughs> needed shit. Why did you need to shit? Well, why, what are you doing? Before I walked in, I got a. Uh, I might have gotten a drink from someone who I may or may not have made a fool of at the keep. What, the little, the little kid who was by the barrel of water? I think he might have spiked it. His name's Callum. He's a shite. We don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, that, that, that pain's gone now, but that's the only reason I lay it in hand, so I'm doing that as a little uh, thank you for continuing with the fight. That was good fun. That's a yeah, it was good fun. Hey. On the back. Well, these these little rest. guards here. He points at the guys like they're not, they're useless. No fight contest at all. Uh, Wiltix, you get nine gold. I will. Um, he does have a. I've hit him where he got hit by Brother Jacob. 
Yeah. That's where it finished. See, that, that wound is way bigger now. It's just a massive <laughs> bruise spreading slowly across his face. It's like, oh, I'm going to have to go get this healed. I was hoping to leave it. I don't want to talk to the priest. I just look at him and go, hey, look, it uh, <clears throat> might make a nice scar. No, I don't want a scar. I've already got one in the shape of, uh, got one in the shape of Chiari on me ass cheek. How the, how the fuck did you, what? I, I don't know. It's a long story. You, did you have a bit too much to drink? No, I'm a dwarf. There's no such thing as too much to drink. <laughs> I'm not some pussy elf. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, you are a crazy fucker. Yeah, of course I am. That was good fun. All right, look, I might, uh, I'm going to have the vamoose now. Uh, I'll, I'll see you around, my friend. I'll see you around. If, uh, if you ever come back, feel free to have a bit of a boat. I reckon I can get you next time. <laughs> look, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. I guess we will. All right then, cheerio! He starts walking back towards the keep. I just love that like, his a bleeding fire nose. can literally just make like friends of people. It's weird. <laughs> uh, we'll jump back to our friends over at the main. I'm just gonna use entrance. the rest of my lay on hands, by the way. So it's all gone. Yes, now. absolutely. But I'm up. I'm up back up to twenty-two health. So it's it's something. Oh, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll jump back to the main party back at the back at the keep. Um, so, Mira and Azua, what would you guys like to do? Uh, so we put the card away. Uh, yeah, so that. Governor Nighthill will lead you down towards the sally port. He'll let you unhitch the horse and drop it off at the stables that's connected to the keep. Um, a, a gnome uh, is there waiting to collect the, the cart and the horse, and he leads the horse off towards a bucket of water and some, some apples. Uh, and as he sort of looks back at you guys, the gnome goes, uh, you, you probably should make sure, oh, I think... There's a there's a, a dog going crazy uh, in the in the stables next door. Um, <laughs> that's just my dog Lucy. I think she's seen a possum. Either that or she's getting very excited about the new puppy she's going to get in two days. Um, as a, yeah, I'm off. Oh my god! I mean, the puppy's going to make an appearance on the uh, on the live stream. Absolutely. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> um, can I call it like a pup holder, like a beholder pup holder? I'll think about it. Um, yes. Yeah, so as the as the gnome sort of leads the horse over towards a trough of water and there's some hay, he looks at it, has a bit of a glance once over, and then looks back at you, Azur, and, and you, Mira. You know, you have to uh, feed the horse when you're out and about. You just have to still be fed and watered. I, I, my dear, my dear friend, if uh, if if we, I kind of flick him a, a gold coin. Please take care of our uh, our dear horse. It's uh. We were gone longer than we expected, and uh, the poor thing could not find much to eat, so... Well, thank you for the gold. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a a, a nose bag that you can load up some food, so next time you go, you can put a little nose bag on the cart and the horse can feed from it. That would be an absolute pleasure. Thank you, sir. Oh, no, no problem at all. I just want to make sure that animals are cared for in a proper way. Well, in your hands, I uh, expect we'll come back as a, with a brand new horse, so thank you. It's hard to brush them when you're this tall. I've got a ladder. He walks over towards the wall and picks up a folding ladder, um, heads back over towards the horse, sort of starts climbing up, and as he places the ladder against the flank of the horse, the horse moves a little bit, the ladder collapses, he goes, oh dear, and goes back and picks up the ladder, puts it back against the horse, oh, goes to climb him. up again. Oh, help him. <laughs> okay. And I, I look at Azura uh, and I'm like, this is why we don't need any more pets. <laughs> well, hopefully the next ones we guess uh, will be a little bit bigger. <laughs> Are you talking about me? That's not very nice. 
No, good sir. We're talking about a new horse. Sorry. That's Three okay. new horses. Three new horses. Oh, what are you going to call them? Uh, Nightshade, Day Sail, and Fire Breather. Nice. What's this one's name? We'll come back horse. to it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys no, not remember the horse's we'll name? Oh, you guys don't remember the horse's name. You have to listen back to episode one of the Tyranny of Dragons campaign. Um, perfect. It's around about this time as you guys head back towards the um, the main keep to speak with Night Hill that you see Emric and Wiltix emerging. Emric sporting a number of bruises and cuts across his uh, face and chest. And Governor Night Hill looks over and goes, uh, I see you've been fighting with uh, Castellan. Uh, Escobar. <clears throat> yeah, look, I definitely got into a bout. <clears throat> but I've uh, <clears throat> come up the winner. Oh, you were, you were victorious. Up. It's uh, quite a feat. Not many have defeated him in combat. <clears throat> really? Uh, he's, uh, yes, from a famous line of fighters. Fuck me dead. His uh, adventuring name was uh, Castellan the Red, or Escobar the Red. Because of all the blood. <laughs> Subtle. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, uh, <clears throat> it's good that he didn't and his, have... And his red hair, too. Uh, the red hair as well. Well, it's good it's that he like, didn't... Uh, ask about the black and blue now, hey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. You're on fire tonight, Sai. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm just in the background for that stuff. That's all it is. <laughs> You've just been writing down various jokes, waiting for <laughs> waiting for an opportunity. Yeah, I, just, I just look at, uh, I just look at Wiltix. Emmerich looks at Wiltix and just gives him a bit of a uh, bit of applause. Oh, was uh, very well done there, Wiltix. Very well done. Um, and very well done by uh, you two, uh, Emmerich. In saying that, I mean, you're not going to get uh, any much uglier now, are you? So uh, Whoa. the more fights we can... <laughs> Whoa. The more gold we can win from fights, the better. I'll have you know I'm a bit of a lady killer. <laughs> not the I, way I don't want, you think I, I don't want to know about your... Uh, Possibly murderous activities. No, uh, no, if that's not okay. kill, I'm not murdering them. I should hope not. <laughs> All right, come on, then, this... let's, uh, let's make our way in. So yeah, um, Night Hill sort of go. Oh look, tell you what, why don't you have a bit of a sit down? I'll meet you all for dinner. Um, have a bit of a break. I'll I'll see you all for supper, and we can have a bit of a discussion about what the oh. plan is heading forwards and how we want to proceed. Do you think? Uh, do you think you get a uh, Jacob? to come and uh, give me a bit of a heal? Uh, I can ask him, but I'm going to tell you now that his answer will most likely be no. Why not? He's been saving it for the townspeople, those who were injured during the dragon attack and the Copa. Ah, they're done now. They're fine. You'd be surprised how many people... You'd be surprised how many people were injured and how many serious injuries need to be fixed. And There's only so much healing energy he has uh, Mm. each day, he tells me. I'm not sure how magic works. Is that how magic works? I look at Mira. <laughs> sure. Subtle. <laughs> That's, uh, that was convincing. Right. Sure well, it is. I'll see you all for dinner. Uh, you Thank can you, uh, follow my steward. My steward will lead you up and he'll come and fetch you from your rooms. And he'll take you to the rooms right now if you so wish. And the bespeckled man steps forward. Um, yes, I can take you across to uh, the places we will be staying. And if you would kind of like to follow me, please. I motion every. I motion. I just go in, uh, following him. Fantastic, come uh, me. Much, much appreciated. 
Yes, yes, of course, we've got the finest beds in all of Green Nest here. Come, 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 come. Uh, he leads you upstairs down a narrow corridor um, along a worked stone passageway. And you come across a large room filled with bunks with quite comfortable looking beds, nightstands. And there's a large cupboard in the room as well. He gestures you in. There's about eight beds inside this room. None of them seem to be in use right now. Cool. I uh, plunk myself Alrighty. down on one. And I think that's where we'll take a quick five-minute break, and we'll come back for dinner with uh, with the governor. Perfect. Um, thank you so much. I thought that was a pretty good pretty good segue. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for um, episode uh, eleven, part one. If you're watching this on YouTube or the stream of episode eleven, part one, uh, we'll be back for part two very soon. Don't go anywhere, and if you do go somewhere, come straight back and bring more people with you. I'm, I'm mostly right. kidding, but actually, <laughs> but do but do do bring more people. <laughs> Get some tea. <laughs> Mira's orders. <laughs> we'll see you guys in a sec. We'll see you soon. All right. See, see you guys soon. <laughs>